You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Greetings, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to Earth Oddity. Uh, got my co host here, John Long. What's up? And this is our Christmas episode, so That's I right. would just like to wish everybody a very bah humbug to Ooh, you all. Okay. I was going to say happy holidays, <laughs> just to make everybody mad. Yeah. But yes, no, Merry Christmas. It's like, yes. uh, this is, you know, coming out, what, on Christmas Day or day after Christmas? Uh, I'm going to... Tr- I mean, we'll probably delay a little bit. It's, you got to open presents and stuff, yeah, right? I'm going to try to push it out Christmas Eve. Yeah, okay. Because, right. just because I know that our holiday numbers are... They tend to lack a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Take a but, little extra to catch up. You know, when you get whatever you get this, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Yes. And that all your hopes and dreams were fulfilled and that you really remember the true reason for Christmas, which is the birth of our Savior. Mm-hmm. You don't want to skim over that as Baptists were obligated to say that. It's in the contract we sign when we join the church. Yes. But uh but yes, no, that's really the truth. And, and probably was not born on December 25th. Yeah. But for thousands of years, we yeah. have celebrated December right. 25th as yeah. his birth. And so. let's, let's just go ahead and acknowledge that this was once a pagan celebration. <laughs> yes. Because I know there's at least one person out there who's saying that. But once again, the early it's not church, now. right? Yeah. The early church <laughs> in its wisdom chose to, uh, take over a pagan celebration and turn it into a Jesus thing. Appropriate it. Yeah, appropriate it <laughs> yes. for PR and probably to gain new members. And yeah. I can't fault them in either of those because if we could take over the Joe Rogan podcast for our <laughs> benefit, I definitely would. And I wouldn't have, you know, a thousand years down the road, mind if anyone pointed it out that... That used to be the Joe Rogan yeah, experience. Right, it yeah. wasn't always the Earth Oddity experience. Exactly. Right, because it wouldn't matter now because it's <laughs> right. been the Earth Oddity experience for forever. But yes, we thank you. The biggest Christmas gift you could give Tiny and I, outside of leaving us a review if you haven't, is uh-huh. to just listen to the show and tell one person you know about the show that doesn't listen to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you got somebody to talk about it with. Yeah. And uh, and then tell them to tell somebody. I if think you do want to send me money, though, I'm OddSquad69 on PayPal. So. <laughs> Is that really your name? Yes. OddSquad69? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't even have a PayPal, so you'll just have to find me and hand me cash, <laughs> you know, which is cool. You know, I mean, I'm easy to find. My Facebook is like open to everyone in the world, so you can track me down pretty right. easily. I've been waiting for someone to steal my identity because I don't really like it that much. <laughs> yeah. you know? no. But so far, no luck, you know. I mean, if you want to pick up a lot of debt and three kids, just come on and take my identity. <laughs> and, and I will go start a new one somewhere. I'd like to rebrand as Johnny Paycheck. Former, Johnny Paycheck. Former country singer. So, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if that'll work. 
Well, anyways, you got some good stories today? Man, we got some good stories. We have a New York ban on nunchucks has been ruled unconstitutional. Okay. Surprised it took this long. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, well, I guess everything's illegal in New York. Yeah. I would say in Alabama, nunchucks aren't illegal down here, are they? No. They sell them at flea markets and stuff. They sell them in the toy section. Yes, like in convenience stores yes. and stuff. Yeah, okay, all right. You can't have a Ninja yeah. Turtle fan and not give him any nunchucks. Exactly. Come on. Which one had the nunchucks? Michelangelo. Okay, all right. He also wore the orange eye mask. Yeah, he was cool, right? Yeah, Purple he was, he was, was the like funny nerd, one. right? Yes, that was Donatello. Yeah, yeah, he was a nerd. I'm not up on my, <laughs> on my Newton... Newton let me try. I don't know. Don't help Isaac me. Don't help ninja me. Turtles. Yeah. yeah. Don't help me. My mutant ninja turtles as I should be. So. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? Uh, well, I got a, uh, a a town here in our home state who is blaming Satan for an increase in crime, uh, which is always good. Yeah. Uh, and then another one of the uh, the uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium. It got in a little trouble online for referring to one of its otters as thick so body shaming of otter is that body shaming or like celebrating i don't know you know i don't know either we will let the audience yeah yeah we'll get into that so well i'll tell you what how about we just save the best for first okay headline here hunter thought he was firing at bigfoot the victim tells police okay (laughs) All right. Was it like doing the Bigfoot call from our other show? You know, the... Oh, you remember that when we yeah, played Yeah, I remember that. that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to dig that up and put that in yeah, here. Yeah, because that is like... That's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, he had to be playing when he did that, right? Like, that wasn't being serious. I, I don't know. Maybe he was serious, but the they were playing with it on the back end. I yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Because it had some reverb yeah, in it. Yeah, there was a lot of reverb in it. I remember that. <laughs> anyway, a Montana man who was out target shooting became a target himself when another shooter unloaded a barrage of gunfire on him after mistaking him for a Bigfoot, authorities said. Okay. The 27-year-old told authorities that he was putting up targets outside Helena on Sunday when bullets started flying towards him. Wow. Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton said, according to the Idaho Statesman, One round came within three feet of the victim, and another whizzed by even closer, he told police. The man said he ran behind some nearby trees for cover and eventually confronted the shooter, who was driving a Ford F-150 pickup. Hey, man. (laughs) Here's what he says. I thought you were Bigfoot, the victim says the shooter told him, according to Dutton. I don't target practice, but if I see something that looks like Bigfoot, I just shoot at it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I can't blame his logic. Well, I can because if anyone is in the woods that's going to be mistaken for a hairy beast. That's true. A hairy you, you, bipedal very beast problematic is me. for you. Yes. <laughs> very problematic. <laughs> very. Well, if you're target shooting, you need to like lay down some return fire like pretty yeah, quick, right? That's you know? a good point. Somebody yeah. starts shooting at you. I just, thought you were Bigfoot. Yeah, right. I thought you were Bigfoot riding around in a Ford F-150 pickup. Maybe there's more to the story that we don't know. Like the know. target shooting guy was sleeping around with uh, the Bigfoot killer's wife or something, know. you know? It says here, once the man assured the gunman that he wasn't Bigfoot, 
Uh, the shooter advised him to wear. <laughs> he had to assure him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, really. No, I'm not Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, let me take off my shirt. I don't even have any hair on my chest. Well, get this. The shooter advised him to wear an orange vest in the future. Okay. Like, this is on you. Yeah, right. You know? That's true. But you should always wear orange when you you're should. out. You know, especially during hunting season. That's you know true. that if you live down here. I don't know about... You know, it's a lot bigger in Montana. You right. don't have, like, every redneck in the world hunting in the same, like, 100-acre plot, so... It says here that Dutton noted that there was some question about the veracity of the report because the victim who spoke to police a day after the incident, he couldn't provide a physical description of the shooter. But after local media reports of the man's story were aired, a woman came and said she had a similar experience where she had been shot at by a man in a Ford F-150 as well. Oh, he's just out just cracking <laughs> shots at everybody. I we're like working it. to find this person, Dutton said. Oh, is, like we didn't get a tag number or anything? <laughs> no. Goodness gracious. It is of great concern that this individual might think it's okay to shoot at anything he thinks is a Bigfoot. Yeah. I would agree. You're supposed to know your target and know what's behind. Absolutely. Right? Okay. If the reports are true, the shooter could face charges, and I, I think he should. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You can't go shooting at people. That's <laughs> yeah. attempted murder, I think, isn't it? At least manslaughter, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't just... Like, if, if I'm out in the woods and I shoot somebody because I thought they were a deer, right. I'm perfectly within my legal right to shoot a deer, but right. yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not okay. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. okay to shoot a human that you thought was a deer. Right. And there have been several, quote-unquote, hunting accidents, you know, over the years. It's true. You know, somebody just trying to get rid of somebody or, you know, you owe m- me money and <laughs> yeah. never pay me back, so let's go hunting, buddy. And, Don't go hunting with your in-laws. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a cardinal rule. You should. Everyone should know that. <laughs> At least in this part of the world. Yeah, that's wild, man. But I appreciate his like vigilant stance to kill a Bigfoot. Because right. as a Bigfoot <laughs> believer, one of my biggest hangups is that we've never had one killed. Right. Like not hit by a car, not taken out by a hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, you would think somewhere along the line. There'd be some physical right. trace evidence. And like I use the example, and I like I say, I believe in Bigfoot, but... Mm-hmm. Bobcats are not like easily seen. We right. live in Alabama. There's a bobcat population here, but every year I know somebody who kills one bobcat. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just they'll wander out in a green field or something mm-hmm. and then they kill it. So I feel like. And you don't ever find bobcat bodies <laughs> out in the woods. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, yeah. Because they bury their dead. That's right. They do. They A funeral pyre. <laughs> and maybe Bigfoot do too. Yes, yeah. Big uh, feet? Big, big feet. foots? I don't know the plural of Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. I would say big feet. Yeah. Yeah, you got they dig. They, they bury their dead. Yeah, sure. We yeah. just need science to find the Bigfoot cemetery <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> What if they're like all the like Cro Magnon and Neanderthal people that they've dug up are actually Bigfoot people? I mean, I guess it's not impossible. I think no. I watched a Bigfoot documentary on National Geographic where it wasn't a Bigfoot documentary, but there was a scientist who was looking for a Cro Magnon that he thinks is still alive. Oh, okay. So it, it was a Bigfoot documentary. It was just this scientist guy was trying to maybe give it a little bit more credence. You know how you like get locked into. Like you go on YouTube to watch one video and then next thing you know, like five hours later, <laughs> yes. you're watching. I watched a Bigfoot video. Uh, it started out, you know, it's like innocent Bigfoot stuff. Right. And I mean, I got really deep into some Bigfoot theory. And one of them was that Bigfoot is actually Adam. No, Kane. Kane. Kane's the one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Elementary Bible knowledge just went out the roof. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's a Mormon legend. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that he was like cursed to walk the earth and all that. I, and any Mormon listeners, write in and let yeah. us know. Yeah. Uh, or, and tell us your huge. thoughts about it too. But yeah. I think there's a we're there's huge a, with the Mormons. They love us. <laughs> I think there's a story like from one of the old yeah. church fathers. I don't think it was Brigham Young, but it was one of them. Okay, who says that he was on his way to a revival or something, and he looked beside him, and there was this big, tall, hairy man oh. that was walking alongside him. Said that he was Cain, and right. his job was to ruin mankind. Oh. And he rebuked him in the name of the Lord, and he went away. Okay, that's a solid move right there. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. gonna say. That's the story in a nutshell. Okay. But then there are some people who say, well, Bigfoot is Kane wandering yeah. around. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what this thing is. I'd never heard it before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. I don't know that I'm on board with that, but it's definitely interesting to think about it. <laughs> it's definitely more interesting than a big hairy ape creature. Yeah, right. Yes. Out in the yeah. Woods. Like an interdimensional traveling, <laughs> yeah. you know, thing that's been alive. My for- favorite theory that I've ever heard is that Bigfoot is actually like a all-terrain vehicle piloted by the little great alien inside, <laughs> you know? Well, like a big, basically a big ghillie suit. Yeah, right. They can walk they around can walk in around and stuff, in. yeah. Well, if Bigfoot is Kane, does that blow out the myth that I didn't come from no monkeys that everybody <laughs> likes to say when they talk about evolution? You know? I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Because he's, he's not really a monkey, though. He's a primate. Well, I guess monkeys are primates, but we're primates too, right? If you've been living for five thousand years in the wilderness, maybe he would just grow. You know, you get a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I mean, he. Well, we've developed scissors. I'll just say that much. (laughs) You know, surely you'd find a pair laying around somewhere. I don't know what I don't know what five thousand years would do to a, a human mind, though. I don't either. If you've just been living immortal for that long. Yeah. Who knows what your perspective on life would be? Yeah, I don't. I, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, you like killed your brother and you got to carry that around for 5,000 years, you know? That's yeah. rough. <laughs> uh, that's that's rough. But yeah, I don't know. Any of our Mormon friends, just let us know what's up with that. Yeah. Um, my cousin Todd, who I think listens occasionally, he lives in Utah. He's not a Mormon, but he's closer to a Mormon he's than familiar. I am. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. maybe he knows. Probably has a lot of friends. Yeah, hit me up, Todd, if you listen to this ever. I know you do sometimes, but. Yeah. He's by far my most successful cousin, so he's got way better things to do in life than that. Well, anyways, let's move along to uh, a story about really true love, I think, is what it would fall into. I don't want anybody to get confused that these two ladies are not our wives, Tara and Deidre. (laughs) This comes to us from News5Cleveland.com, and the headline reads, Women accused of using drone to deliver cell phones and tobacco to inmates. (laughs) So deputies say two women tried to use a drone to illegally deliver cell phones and tobacco to an inmate in, and although this comes from News 5 Cleveland, it's Martin County, Florida. So even the people up in Cleveland make fun of Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Martin County Sheriff's Office said that they received a call around 2 a.m. Sunday about a drone hovering over the Martin Correctional Institution and possibly delivering a package on the roof of an inmate housing facility. <laughs> Correctional officers said they made contact with 22-year-old Concita Diondio, who was spotted driving a black pickup truck slowly in front of the correctional facility. Also in the vehicle was 40-year-old Cassandra Kerr, officers hmm. said. I don't know if they're related, 
but I, that sounds like a mother-daughter team right there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. daddy's in jail, you know. Maybe. He got, he got locked up. Or maybe their brother slash son. Yeah, or husband. You know, I mean, boyfriend. We know how it works down here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. According to the sheriff's office, uh, correctional officers found a package in the area where the drone was spotted. Kerr admitted to flying the drone to deliver contraband to an inmate. As her lawyer, I would say that was a bad move. (laughs) Don't just come out and admit it, okay? (laughs) Make them prove it in a court of law. Yes, while uh, Diodario, that's a a guitar string. That's not how you pronounce her her name. Drove the truck, detective said. Uh, Kerr and uh, Didiano are facing several charges. I think I pronounced that last name like four different ways during the story, Uh, including introduction of contraband into a correctional facility. So that's the end of the story. And I just wanted to say that if I'm ever in jail and my wife doesn't offer to deliver (laughs) me contraband via drone, then I would probably divorce her, you know? Because, I mean, that's your woman. She's with you till you die. You know, right. we signed up for this. We're a partnership. So, you know, let's go on and get them cigarettes in here. I need to trade it. People try to beat me up. I'm <laughs> skinny. I'm not skinny, but I'm little. I'm good looking, you know. I need to, I need some to trade off of this thing here. Let's keep people off of me. So, but I feel like a drone. Yeah. They make a lot of noise. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> and it said in the article it was spotted. So yeah. was it even in was it in daytime? I know it's two AM. Oh, okay. That's what but, I say. Because why would I mean it said it was spotted. Well, you know, they probably got somebody in the guard tower or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, getting ready to shoot or something. With and, a flashlight and say, Hey, what's that sound? Yeah, right. <laughs> you shine your flashlight. Yeah. Someone's flying a drone <laughs> around. Here. Flying a drone and I don't around. think it's one of the inmates. <laughs> and I don't think it's the warden either. No. <laughs> well, I feel like you could go with like a just a balloon, like you go to, hey, uh, yeah, you know, like the grocery store and get a couple of mylar balloons, attach the thing to it, or let it, it get over the yard and then shoot it out with a BB gun <laughs> and it drops safely down. It's a lot quieter, or know? even better. I remember before Toys R Us shut down, they had a little shark balloon that would fly around. Oh yeah, you see that? Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like a, like a blimp type thing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Fly uh-huh. that thing over there. That's not a bad idea. Or you could just do it the old-fashioned way. Bake a cake. And shove it up your, okay. <laughs> your prison wallet. And then you take it yeah, in there. You. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking bake a cake, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, just, I, don't, I don't think the guards are going to let the inmate have that cake. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. It's tough to get a carton of cigarettes inside a cake, too. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess you could do it, though. I'll try that. Have to buy a carton of cigarettes first. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, I feel like they were just trying to help their man out. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's like probably yeah. called them and like these people are killing me in here. <laughs> Please give me something. I need something to trade. Or maybe he's just like, man, I need to smoke, and they're expensive in the jail store. So can you get me some? Did you ever listen to cereal? No. Okay, I remember the very I like first to season. Eat cereal, though, <laughs> one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah, I like cereal too. I'm Lucky Charms man myself. The very first season when they were talking to Anand Syed, he had a he got in trouble because he had a cell phone in his. You know, you're not supposed to have cell phones, but yeah. he got one. Right, I'm sure from Red or whoever. <laughs> you know, and it was funny because he said he couldn't get it to work, and he called customer service, and they kept telling him just to bring it into the store, <laughs> and they'd swap it out, and he kept telling him. I can't do that. You don't understand. I can't just bring it in the store. Absolutely no way I can do that. Okay. You remember some inmates in, at Alabama at our uh, state prison? It wasn't Tutwiler. It was one in our, our Atmore. Got uh, 
they were like going Facebook live from inside the prison. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and everybody was like appalled, like, oh, my goodness, how could they do this? You know, and I'm just like, do you guys not know how prison works? I mean, you could get pretty much anything you want inside right. of a prison if you just know the right people and have the right amount of money. To pay the guards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're working. They, they, they'll they take payments. So. Yeah. Especially yeah. if it's not a weapon or yeah, something. Right. If it's like, something like you can't use to hurt somebody. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, just like, yeah. <laughs> I think they were all, it was just like a whole, they did a whole news article and it showed them and they're like, Hey, we up here, you know, <laughs> hanging out, you know, it's got like that whole big room with all the bunks in it. And then I think they did a, and I don't remember this specifically. So somebody does, they like were walking around showing all like what's broken down in the jail, you know, like all this water fountain don't work. And we got this hole in the roof right here and everything else too. So you know what they should have done? They should have done it up. Like they were filming an episode of MTV's Cribs. <laughs> right. That would have been amazing. Walk around the prison. That would have been amazing. <laughs> This is our card table. This is where we like to hang out. When we've had a bad day. This is my out boy. In the yard. This is my boy. Tiny stays. This is his cell right here. Tiny, tell him what you got in here. You know, like, man, I got my custom chess set right here right. that I've been carving myself for the last ten years. Yeah. My Farrah Fawcett poster. <laughs> got, my, got my rock hammer in my copy of the Bible. Don't tell the guards. That's right. Yeah. That would have been amazing. That that would have been really good. That would have went viral. I think that would, yeah, I was just going yeah. to say, I think that would have went viral. Yeah, they could have had a lot of money, you know, like sell it for ad time or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. how to monetize a video like you do on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good move. That'd Maybe awesome. I should get a cell phone to somebody in prison and tell them that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'll take a cut here, you know, 5% or whatever you make. Now, nah, 50%, you're in jail. So. Well, I know if I ever go to jail, I would really want to have a cell phone. But if I couldn't have a cell phone, I personally would like to have a pair of nunchucks. Okay, yes. But, <laughs> yes. But you it's going to be hard to smuggle those in. <laughs> a real is. long handle on them. <laughs> yes, <what's laughs> like, ma'am, do you have a tail? <laughs> <laughs> you need two prison purses That's right. for a pair of nunchucks. Yeah. yeah. I think that lady had something wrong with her. <laughs> in New York... Apparently, nunchucks were, uh, there was a ban on them. Yeah. But fortunately, recently, a federal court has ruled New York's ban on nunchucks unconstitutional. Okay. So, thank you for doing yes. the right thing. Right. Yes. This is what our founding fathers intended, <laughs> yes. for us to have nunchucks. A 1974 New York state ban on nunchucks that was put into place over fears that youth inspired by martial arts movies would create widespread nunchuck mayhem. Oh, goodness. It's unconstitutional. What a reason for a law. You know? Like, that's what our government does. I know. Oh, no. All these teens watching Bruce Lee movies are out here beating everybody with nunchucks. Let's make a law about it. Thank you. Uh, those are tax dollars well spent, yes, my right. friend. Yes. <laughs> Judge Pamela Chin. Hey. Oh. <laughs> They got it to the right judge. Right judge. They got it to the right judge. That's wrong. That sounds like we're being racist, but we're not. Pamela Chin issued her ruling Friday in a Brooklyn federal court on the martial arts weapon made famous by Bruce Lee. Yeah. Which I, hold on, let's time out. There's a video, and it gets posted pretty much probably monthly by someone on my friends list yeah. of Bruce Lee playing ping pong. 
with nunchucks. Have you seen that video? Yes. All right, you know that's like fake from a commercial, right? Like, <laughs> well, he's not really doing it. I hope I didn't crush you everything did. you ever you thought just, about. You just, you just crushed so, me. I'm so sorry. I died a little bit inside. When <laughs> I'm you told so me sorry. That. That's all CGI, by the way. Just wanted to point that out for everybody so people quit sharing it. Now, the next thing I know, you're going to be telling me that the the scene with the what's her name playing ping pong with a wooden spoon in the in the Halls of Fury movie isn't <laughs> yes. real either. Yeah, no, that's not real either. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that movie in a long time. <laughs> no. <laughs> the plaintiff, James Maloney, started his legal quest after being charged with possession of nunchucks in his home in, in 2000. His home. He was in his home. <laughs> you can't have nunchucks in your home. Golly, man. <laughs> what are they doing coming in looking for nunchucks? I mean, That's he, the question. He wasn't even out wearing them on his belt, yeah, like on right. his little karate gi. Do you put them on your belt? <laughs> I figure you just like drape them around your neck. Like a, after you're done playing basketball, you tie your like sneaker shoes together and hang them around your well, neck. Well, in my, in my imagination, I just imagined myself being a karate expert wearing yeah. the karate gi, have my black belt, but I've got them tucked into my black that belt because that's how Michelangelo did it. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just wondered. I mean, you have a holster, you know, pull it out. And- well, I think you got you got one chuck on the inside and then the other chuck on the outside. Yeah, just hang over, looped over. Yeah, just looped okay, over. That makes sense. You yeah. better tie that belt tight. You know, you don't fall down. Well, you can't, you can't tie it too tight because then you may not be able to get them out of there. That's a good point. If you get you know, ambushed by ninjas. That's why I feel like around the neck is the way to go with it. You just like pull them out that way. I'm uh-huh. already hitting you in the head. I'm, I'm starting out at shoulder height here. Mm-hmm. So you want to save your movement. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Still got to apply to be a ninja overseas over there. You got a workshop. We need to. Yeah. <laughs> we maybe need to let's, let's sketch some stuff up. That's right. <laughs> get some prototypes. <laughs> We anyway. may be riding the crest of like a nunchuck wave up in New York. You know, we can get ahead of this thing. Anyway, he initially filed the complaint in 2003, and he appealed all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court when the case went against him. Oh. The Supreme Court in 2010 remanded the case back down to be reconsidered in light of a Second Amendment decision that was made in another case that Maloney, same guy, had filed. Wow. An amended complaint later that year. Well, I mean, we got Kavanaugh on there now, buddy. You're going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. He's too drunk to even know what's going on. <laughs> Maloney had been focused on getting that part of the law overturned that banned nunchucks, two rigid rods connected at one end by a chain or a rope, even in private homes. In her ruling, Chin said that the court couldn't simply take that part out and ruled that the state's law, as it pertained to possessing nunchucks, as well as to manufacturing, transporting, or disposing of them, was in violation of the Second Amendment. Okay. The ruling went over the history of the ban and said that it arose out of a concern... As a result of the rising popularity of kung fu movies and TV shows, various circles of the state's youth, including, quote, muggers and street games. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> were widely using nunchucks to cause many serious injuries. Goodness gracious. What is wrong with people? In an email to the Associated Press, Maloney said perhaps the most amazing thing was getting more relief than he had asked for. Maloney, a professor at the State University of New York's Maritime College, said that some of his motivation was outrage. How could a state simply ban any and all possession of a weapon that had a long and proud history as a martial arts weapon with recreational, therapeutic, and self-defense utility? 
buddy. All right, said, you poured a little on it there. Now, therapeutic, come on. You just try to make it sound better. I understand, but you're not fooling me. Well, now, I find watching nunchuck videos therapeutic. Yeah, that's so. cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, says Maloney also wanted to teach a form of martial arts using nunchucks that he created, which he calls Chiffon Ha Levan to his sons, the ruling said. Chiffon. S H A F A N. I guess that's Chiffon. Ha, H A. Holavan. He played Levan. football at Alabama. L A V A N. Yeah. Chiffon, he played football at Alabama. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He used nunchucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's the, the ninja backer. Uh, so, anyway, that's the end of the article. But I had no, I mean, it doesn't surprise me no. that nunchucks are, had been banned in New York. Yeah. But that is a crime against 10 year olds across the nation. True. That right. you can't have nunchucks. Right. I mean, nunchucks and throwing stars. Were, that's where it was at. And a bull whip. I mean, that's what you get oh, yeah. at Tanny Hill yeah. when you go to Hill trade days. Yes, yeah, so we've ran through a couple You're of You're going to get one house. of those three things on the way home. Yeah, right. I mean, you got to have them. Yeah. Yeah. But And if you don't get a throwing star or a pair of nunchucks or a bull whip, then your parents don't love you. Right. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. You come home <laughs> with those lame, like, cork guns, you know, <laughs> yeah. thing that's not even real fun. I mean, those are great when you're three. Yeah. But when you're eight, no, you want I feel like you need a throwing yeah, you star. Need, you want something that can potentially hurt someone. <laughs> yes. You know? Not that you ever would, but you just want to have that capability. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that makes sense. But, to yeah, send somebody like, to emergency care. Just the fact that some politician back in the 70s or whatever was like, you know, what <laughs> do you do? <laughs> All these kids right. using nunchucks. Our economy's in recession right now, and we're having like gas crisis, but we got to get these nunchucks off the street. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. That's the people we elect in this country. Yep. Okay, well, you know, that's just how it works. Hey, that's why, that's why I live it. down home in Alabama, where right. you can where have you, all the nunchucks no. and throwing stars yes. you want. Everything's short of your own personal battleship you could pretty <laughs> yes. much own here. And you probably could get permits for a battleship, I guess. We should I know try. some guys that got some guns on some pontoon boats, so I'm just saying, <laughs> we could probably make it happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just like... I, I just everything's illegal in New York and California, pretty mm-hmm. much. Everything that is like uh, fun is illegal in Alabama. You know, like that's drugs true. and alcohol. <laughs> that's a good yeah, point. <laughs> right. Everything that's for self defense is illegal in California. So it's like both ends I, of the spectrum. You know what? Maybe that's why that that is the way it is. True. You know, there, maybe the reason they can't have nunchucks in New York is because they have you know alcohol sales yeah, right. on Sunday. True. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you you know? can go get a beer on a Sunday somewhere. <laughs> If you got nunchucks, you should like beating up the waitress at Hooters with them or whatever at the end of it because you're drunk. So, <laughs> but here in Alabama, and the reason we and the reason you're allowed to have you know everything from Gatlin guns to yeah, you can cannons. strap a howitzer to your side <laughs> because reason, you're not gonna be drunk because you can't use CBD oil. That's right, exactly, <laughs> <So>. exactly. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a beautiful point. I saw where the CBD place opened up again in Northport. It, you know, it got shut down yes. a couple of weeks ago or like a month ago. Something but about, I don't know. I mean, like CBD oil won't give you a buzz or anything. Okay. I, I've done a little bit of research on this because, okay. <laughs> well, I've heard that it's good for Parkinson's and my dad has Parkinson's. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. And 
What I read is most of that oil, all the THC has been removed. Oh. So this is just like a supplement, yes. basically. So it don't it don't like make you high or anything. No, it just oh, makes you quit. I don't, I don't need to go get any. <laughs> it just makes you quit trembling okay. and maybe makes yeah. you seizures stop. Right. Yeah, I don't have any of that. So problem. clearly, we don't want my people to be able to is, stop their seizures. Yeah. My problem is sobriety. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to alleviate. But for like your dad, that's yeah. maybe a wonderful thing. Maybe we need to hook him up with it. I won't tell him about it, church. <laughs> you know? I don't want him to get on the prayer list. That's right. Anybody that goes to Carroll's Creek listening to this, stop it. We're just kidding, y'all. Brother Jim. Deny, deny, deny if you bring this up in prayer meeting. Absolutely. (laughs) We all pray for Brother Jim. He has got a horrible marijuana problem now, y'all. Now his Parkinson is great. He's walking around by. He can feed himself (laughs) now. He can eat eat Cheerios. He is on that devil's weed. (laughs) Hey, once you get on the devil's lettuce, you can't get off of it. Oh, man. Uh, So that's Alabama's side of the coin. Yeah, New York, no no nunchuck. So (laughs) you can get all the weed you want, I guess, but no nunchuck. All right, so let's move on here to a story from the New York Post, uh, Donald Trump's favorite newspaper. His headline is, A A Disabled Man Changes Mind About Head Transplant. (laughs) It says, He wanted a new head, but had a change of heart. After his glamorous new wife gave birth to their miracle son, according to a report. I would like to point out real quick that I don't think he wanted a new head. I think he wanted a new body. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he wanted to get a new body. Uh, (laughs) Valerie Spiridonoff, who suffers from a muscle-wasting disease, had volunteered to undergo the world's first head transplant at the hands of an Italian surgeon, Dr. Sergio Canavero, who is dubbed Dr. Frankenstein. Right. Pretty awesome if you got that on your lab coat when you come in. <laughs> yes. But the 33-year-old Russian, who is studying computer, computer analysis of emotions at the University of Florida, recently revealed that with him are his bride, Anastasia, and their recently bun, uh, born son. The boy, whose name has not been revealed, was born six weeks ago and is healthy which Valerie considers a miracle since the rare genetic Wernig-Hoffman disease his dad suffers from can be inherited. Anastasia, who holds a master's degree in chemical technology, underwent tests during her pregnancy. She's not seen in the pictures of Spiridonov, but she explained online her love of men in wheelchairs. <laughs> All right. Didn't know that was a thing, but... Hey, it's true what they say. If it exists, yeah. then there's a, there's somewhere... There's somebody who likes it. <laughs> yeah. I will say the picture that they have alongside his at the top of this article, like, she's... Mm-hmm. He did well. Yeah. He, he upgraded, <laughs> as uh, the old country song... That's a good reason to get in a wheelchair right there. As the old country song would say, she's an eight, she's a nine, she's a ten, I know, all right? She's a good-looking woman, all right? (laughs) It says, we lived in the same city and often met on professional matters and soon realized that we felt really good together, okay? All right? (laughs) In 2015, Spiridonov said he realized the risk of having his head severed and reattached to a new healthy body, but that he was prepared to sacrifice his life for science. But he did have some requirements. I would want to have my head transplanted onto the body of a woman. When I wake up, I still want to be a man, he said at the time. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I don't <laughs> I don't follow all of that, you know. <laughs> he claimed to have successfully carried out a surgery. Oh, the doctor claimed mm-hmm. to carefully uh, he claimed that he did the surgery on, on rats. mice. Yeah. Yes, and yes. it worked. 
Because okay. I've actually followed. Oh, this and guy. a monkey, by the way. Yeah, they also oh. did that back in the seventies. Oh, and, they did. Well, here's the here's the problem. The the operation worked, but they were not able to. I mean, cutting off the head. Yeah. Leads to the paralysis of the patient. Oh yeah, because you're right. severing the spinal column. Yeah, true. So that's why it didn't work. But there was a, a doctor who did this back in the 70s, and he was able to transplant, you know, chimpanzees' heads on other bodies. Huh. But he wasn't able. They weren't able to live long after that because paralyzed from huh. the neck down. Huh. But this Italian surgeon, he thinks that he has this uh, miracle substance made up CBD from oil. <laughs> CBD I think it's like a <laughs> CBD oil stem cells and I think a teaspoon of cinnamon okay. <laughs> he mix it up All right. you're able to paint that he says you're able to paint that on the nerve endings and they're actually able and to heal, grow, back. Okay. grow back together that's fascinating yeah but the moral of the story here is old boy married up and got him a smoke show that he's married to. And, and a like, son. Yeah, and a and, boy. And, and now he's, he's like, like, you know what? Life's not yeah, so bad right. anymore. Yes. Which goes and, to show you that having a woman makes things a lot better. You know? Is. I mean. And I don't blame him. I think I would probably yeah, be in the same like, boat. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, hey, uh, you know, let's try for child number two, honey. You know, <laughs> I mean, let's see, let's get this thing going here. I mean, the whole point of me trying to get a, a body was so I could get chicks. Yeah, now exactly. that I got a chick, I don't need it. I don't really body. need it. She accepts me as I am, which yeah. is wonderful on her part. Yeah, yeah. I find it a little weird, but whatever. And, <laughs> uh, you know, people can be into whatever they're into. But uh, he said that Valerie, the dude, said that he, uh, he never had a vain motive in seeking a transplant, but he says he does feel a weight lifted off of his chest. Hmm. Uh, I gave two years of my life to this project, and I'll be glad to see it happening with someone else. Oh, that was a doctor. Dang, okay. Man, it's confusing. They all got weird names. Right. Anyway, so that's the end of the article. But uh, all you'd really need to know is dude who was going to have his head chopped off and attached to another body Married a smoke show woman who's like hotter than a side of bacon. And, <laughs> and now he don't want to get his head chopped had off his, no more. Had a kid with her, and however that worked out, it probably helped convince him that everything's okay. Yeah. I, I can make it for the rest of my life now. So. And good for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. You know? I married up too, so I understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I was fascinated to to find out if that was really going to happen or not. Because right. there's a lot of scientists who are saying this is unethical and this uh, surgeon is just a showboat. He's not really going to do anything. Uh, now, I don't know if he is or not, but I'm glued <laughs> to find out if it does or not. You know? Okay. I would, uh, if I had to have that happen to me, I would demand to have like the bolt thing sticking out of my neck, <laughs> like Frankenstein, yes. just for fun, you know? <laughs> like, just so I could, it'd be a good conversation piece. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, that's wild. If just we, think if you, uh, if you did get a head transplant and had your, you know, head put on another body, it wouldn't really matter to me, yeah. but just think if you had any offspring after that, biologically, they wouldn't be your Oh yeah, kids. that's true. Yeah. It would be the dude whose body you got. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Not that I would care. Oh, no. But it's all. interesting. To I mean, as long as all the feeling and stuff, you know, <laughs> I mean, everything's, yeah. we get those nerves and stuff attached. <laughs> yeah. I'll be all right with that. Because you, you can get your, <laughs> your seed frozen. Exactly. Yeah. Before we go, I'll be like, we need to do an <laughs> extraction or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever the kids are calling it these days. So, what do you think happens to the old body in that case? Oh, I don't know. Do you bury it and then go to like your body's oh, grave? That would actually be awesome. <laughs> like, hey, kids, gotta go put some new flowers on my grave. <laughs> <laughs> Those other ones are wilted out. 
It's and then close when, to and Memorial then when, <laughs> Day, you know, church is doing their decoration days. So and then when out. and then when you die, does your family bury you next to that other body and you're like a head with two bodies? I would say <laughs> if know? it were me, just to like give everyone a huge hassle, I would be like, <laughs> now you have to chop my head off and <laughs> bury it back with my original body, you know? And take this Look, body and go the, put it to the original head that right. it came with. When the rapture happens, <laughs> I want everything to be where it's supposed to be, guys. <laughs> so we're going to need to get my head back in the ground. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. That's wild, though. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I would like to go to my own funeral, though. I would, too. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, in a way. I think we should have your funeral before you Yeah, no, die. I got a lot of big plans <laughs> for them. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I doubt Deidre will do any of it. Right. You know, because she's like a normal person. <laughs> but, yeah. And many Kiss bands are hard to come by. Going to cost a little bit to rent one. <laughs> you know, to book one for a, a you know, Monday yeah. afternoon or whatever. Sigh, I was worth every 
Trump Foundation. Oh. It has been decided that it has to sell off an autographed Tim Tebow helmet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. the most famous virgin in the world, right? <laughs> yes. He has... Trump has a helmet that he's autographed. Yeah. Well, we know Trump's a good Christian man, right? <laughs> right. Of course. He probably looks up to Tim Tebow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They probably like do a daily devotional over FaceTime together or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the Donald J. Trump Foundation on Tuesday agreed to dissolve itself under judicial supervision as a part of an agreement to sell an autographed Tim Tebow football helmet. <laughs> President Trump bought the Denver Broncos helmet at a charity auction in 2012 for $12,000. Okay. According to the USA Today. However, a 2016 Washington Post report stated that Trump used the money from the foundation to pay for the helmet. Oh. So that's how they get you. That is how they get you. Yeah. Just think, man, if he had never ran for president, he'd probably still be doing everything just like he used to be. Buying Tim Tebow helmets with charity (laughs) money and stuff. Says that the foundation also owned two paintings of the president, both of which it will have to sell as part of the agreement. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to buy those <laughs> and like blow them up or something. You know, The paintings were bought for a combined $30,000, according wow. to the Daily Caller. That's expensive. You know, you think, why doesn't why don't he just donate? Why does the foundation have to buy these buy, portraits yeah. of him? Why can we don't just donate them? I guess because he pocketing that money like <laughs> maybe you donate 30,000 to his charity he buys like if i get himself. elected president yeah and i want to make some but thirty thousand dollars that's nothing to him though uh, is it i don't know i would think not i mean he's a billionaire right that's what he says <laughs> that's true you know? if you were a billionaire i haven't would... seen his taxes <laughs> true. <laughs> i would say is if you were a billionaire would you take a two hundred thousand dollar a year job no exactly unless it came with power <laughs> That's a solid point. That's a solid point. If you had the ability to nuclear. I mean, you know, if it gave me the nuclear key codes, yeah. then I might take it. That's a solid point. Yeah. I, I, to, I feel like you get, like once you become president, I mean, regardless of where you land on the political spectrum, once you go out of office, it's got to be like top notch because people are still waiting on you like you're the president all the time. Right. But you have none of the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like you get the best table in the restaurant when you show up. You also, know? I don't know if you've noticed this, but. Uh, like approval ratings or whatever of presidents after they're out yeah. of office Everybody go way loves, up. Yeah, right. Yeah, America, we love to hate our presidents when they're in office, yeah. but then love them right when they, as soon as they get out. Well, that's like uh, you know, uh, H.W. Bush died, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, what a great guy," you know. And I'm like, <laughs> like "That's not what you said yeah. then." I remember what you guys were saying <laughs> back when Clinton ran against him that first time, and he yeah. was horrible. So. Yeah. Just and, like I'm sure when one day when, you know, President Bill Clinton passes away, we'll probably be talking about how he oh, respected yeah. women. Oh, yeah. It's like a <laughs> parent, what is it, like a virtuous man or whatever. Yes. Like such a chaste and, you know, <laughs> loving husband. Upstanding citizen. Oh, yeah. Right. Served the office right. with great dignity. But I will say, and maybe this is a Southern thing, I have a real problem with disrespecting dead people. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I, I can't bring myself to do it. Because I don't, and I don't know if that's just like. Are you afraid they're going to come back and get you? <laughs> no, nah, it's just like man, they're dead and they can't defend yeah. themselves, and there's no reason for me to run you into the ground over something that you did while you were alive. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems impolite to me. I see what you're saying, but yeah. I do think that in some cases people did something so bad that it doesn't True. really bother me I, so much. Yeah, I get what you're saying too. Yeah, yeah. I mean Judas, we we'll, we'll throw him under the bus real quick. Like if anyone's talking bad about Jeffrey Dahmer around me, yeah. I'm not probably right. going to mind yeah. so much. I'm yeah. 
I'm probably going to join yes. in with you. But Bill Clinton's not Jeffrey Dahmer. That's you know? true. I mean, I, I, I would say there are exceptions. If he's anybody, to that he's rule. Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I say a lot of people, uh, you know, probably view Bill Clinton as Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, depending right. on what side of the aisle they sit on in Congress, but. uh <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I'm not that way, and I wouldn't say anything bad about him. So I just don't get people who do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there were people online trashing President Bush when most of the coverage on him was very positive. Let's focus on the positive stuff of his life. He was a war hero and all mm-hmm. that, and did a lot of good stuff while his office. And then you got those few people that are like, "Well, actually, you know, he did this and all that," and you're just like. Ah, dude, man, he's just dead. Just shut up. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. well, you're not dude. He's dude's already dead. So, I most remember his uh, his Me Too story that came out before yes. his death. Right, get a little handsy. <laughs> get a little well, now, handsy. okay, the story I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I had read online from somebody claiming to be close to the president that he had this joke once he was in a wheelchair, where he would say, "Hey, you know who my favorite magician is." David Copperfield, he would paint whoever was beside him on the butt. The story I heard, he did this to men, women, didn't matter. He was just telling this joke. Yeah, right. And uh, he told the wrong person one day. Okay. (laughs) He got got me too'd. Well, I mean, I guess so. I mean, that's a good way to... To break the ice. Yeah, that's a that's a conversation starter, you know? Let's say that much for him. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but that's back, just internet lore. I don't know yeah, if that's true or not. It but definitely could be. I mean, it could he, be. He was apparently, a, he had a really good sense of humor. Yeah. So maybe that's what he just thought it was a funny joke, and you're not going to take, he's not doing anything like, in his mind, sexual. If you're like, <laughs> yeah. pinch. Well, he's know, in a wheelchair, yeah. you know? If you're like pinching somebody on the butt, that's not like a sexual move. He me. just liked to touch people's butts. Yeah. Right. He didn't get anything out of He's it. He's a former he athlete. Just, he just liked to touch people's butts. Yeah. You don't think Tim Tebow hadn't touched a man's butt before? <laughs> you know, he has. I've seen it. There's like video evidence of it. <laughs> yeah. If you play football, you touch a man's butt. <laughs> if you're the quarterback of a football, if you get under center, you are getting very close to like homosexual activity. <laughs> it, that's just facts. That's facts. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that doesn't make wrong but <laughs> i guess both parties are consenting to that yeah. right no i don't know but yeah if you everybody gets slapped on the butt playing football what's more manly about football than putting on like tight spandex pants and hitting another man on the butt <laughs> you know yeah that's why we love football in the south we have gone way oh yeah i know <laughs> i know i try to bring it back the, a little tebow talk into the article <laughs> trump foundation has an autographed helmet they yeah. got to get rid of because trump bought it with foundation money right. instead of his own and so. now he's got to sell tim tebow's helmet how much do you think he, he paid twelve thousand dollars for it how much do you think he'll get for it let's say the value of tim tebow has gone down but he may get called up to the mets this year um, really so that may make it go up huh yeah well the mets are like trash yeah. Although they had the Cy Young winner. Oh, what's his name? I think you'll get more for it in Gainesville than anywhere oh, else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it was a Florida helmet, it would sell for like $20,000. <laughs> yes. It's a Broncos helmet. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, th- I think the value goes down. I would say eight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what sports memorabilia market is anymore. 
I have a lot of baseball cards I've collected, but they're all <laughs> not worth anything now. So pretty much, I do. Too. My dad, he has a huge collection that me and him put together back in the day. Dude, your and dad and my dad should get together because <laughs> my dad loves baseball cards. You know, I mean, I think that's like a generational thing. And yeah, I kind of yeah. collected them because you know he would bring me home packs from mm-hmm. the grocery store. And I was like, okay, that's cool, you know, and I just put them up. Mm-hmm. And he periodically goes through them mm-hmm. and will pull out the ones that are he thinks will be expensive and puts them in a safe deposit box because, you know, he didn't want them to get destroyed or anything <laughs> wow. like that. Yeah. So, like, one day that may be how I finance my retirement or his, <laughs> like, nursing home stay or whatever. His nursing home stay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, Thick Otter. All right. Okay. Uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium tweets picture of thick otter, and it gets backlash. <laughs> uh, most people can argue with the fact that it's not polite to comment on someone's weight. Now, my kids will disagree with you. They call me fat all the time. You know, <laughs> my son asked me last night at Chick Fil A, "Why are you so fat?" Yeah, and I said, "Son, it's because I don't eat like I should, and I don't <laughs> exercise like I should either." So you handle it better than I. I'm like, "You little I will kill you." You know, my wife did get furious. Oh yeah, I mean, she was threatening to take Christmas presents back. Oh, set them on fire. <laughs> she did get mad. I don't get that mad. I think it's, I'm just like, look, guys, I don't eat healthy and I already see that y'all don't. So you're both going to look like me one day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so anyways, well, the Monterey Bay Aquarium was under fire for doing just that. Abby is a thick girl. They tweeted Tuesday along with a cute picture of Abby the otter. What an absolute unit. She chonk. <laughs> look at the size of this lady oh lord she's coming <laughs> meant to be a light-hearted joke which most normal yeah. people i would say would take it as a light-hearted joke it's a great tweet that tweet has everything going for it it's got a cute picture of an animal it's topical oh yeah they it's- also use the hashtag body positivity p-a-w <laughs> And tweeted, work hard, nom harder. Okay, I'm not a Twitter expert, but no. I give that tweet an A+. That's a plus. great, great that is tweet. a great tweet. The image received 5,000 retweets and over 18,000 likes, mostly saying how cute Abby is, and some even sharing photos of their overweight pets. By the way, right now, full disclosure, I'm a member of a group on Facebook called That Cat is Chonky. (laughs) And that's all they do is talk about how beautiful little fat cats are. Because Holly's got a little weight on her, too. And so I put some pictures up of her, and people are like, oh, that's so cute little I cannot wait to get on Facebook and shame y'all's Facebook group. (laughs) You won't hurt anybody's feelings. It's a private group. you got to be invited. Uh, But Monterey Bay's comments also came with their fair share of Twitter users shaming the aquarium for body shaming. Because we can't have anything fun anymore. Yeah, but because otters know what goes on on Twitter. You know, like... Uh, and using several terms originating from uh, African-American vernacular English. So they're saying thick and chonky or like, you know, African-American mm-hmm. terms that I guess that develop through their culture and communities. So does that mean the zoo can't use them? Uh, you I, know? I don't know. Uh, it says, please, there's a quote from one of the tweets. Please delete this tweet. It is offensive. Tweeted uh, Shonda Preskill Weinstein. I'm certain that Monterey Aquarium didn't realize that they were basically comparing black women to animals by using AAVE developed uh, to talk about black women's bodies to describe an animal, but that's pretty bad. 
What? Yeah. That makes no sense to me. They're talking about an otter. Yeah, right. They're right? talking about an otter. They're not right. talking about African-American women. They're talking about an otter. They're talking about an otter. Right. Dear goodness. Uh says, hey, everyone, it has come to our attention that some of the references in this tweet are problematic and insensitive. So this is an aquarium <laughs> Insensitive talking. to otters. Yes. We're posting here in the thread so that people who have engaged with this tweet will join us in our learning moment. Excellent work of PR <laughs> on their part. Yes. Uh, in particular, several items referenced originated from AAVE and specifically reference black women's bodies. Using them in a sea otter meme without background makes insinuations we never intended and we needed to do better. So I have to say... Well, they, have uh, they, they? That was a perfect. Like whoever's on PR for the Monterey Bay Aquarium did a really good job of just coming out and going, "Look, guys, didn't mean to do anything wrong. So sorry. Don't mean to offend anybody. We're this is a learning process for us. Thank you for helping educate us." Which is about the only way if you got a group of people mad at you to come out mm-hmm. looking okay. Because if you like double down on come no, out say delete a, your account yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you double down on she's a thick girl or you go too far the other way with oh my goodness let's just like go to like a super whole apology tour around the world <laughs> yeah. then you're gonna get both sides mad at you and they just came out and said you know hey sorry we didn't realize this was problematic and and thanks for being with us so but yeah they uh <laughs> so do white white women can't be referred to as thick I don't. Is that what they're saying? I would never refer to my wife as thick. Well, I wouldn't either. Yeah. No, we're not idiots. But I thought that. I, <laughs> I mean, thought it was universal. Are there not rap songs out there talking about a white girl? I, I don't know. I'm not up on the rap I'm game not either. like I should. But um, I know that pog is a term we use <laughs> for white women who have a, a bit of derriere you know like a big butt i didn't know that yeah it stands for stuff i can't say in church but <laughs> i do know that as i have some friends who have clued me in on that okay uh but i thought like thick was like a universal yeah it too term you know i mean i didn't realize that it was exclusive to one race now, i know it was probably developed by one race mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know how you claim ownership of that but then again i'm not african-american so i wouldn't pretend to know anyways right I I would not in my wildest dreams call any female thick or chonky. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I just wouldn't do that. What about otters? <laughs> would you refer what to if otters you like, ooh, girl, thick or chonky? Ooh, girl, you shape like an otter. <laughs> hey, baby. You and look not like just an any otter, otter <laughs> but this otter you right look here. look like a tweet. Monterey Bay Aquarium otter, girl. <laughs> Looks so good in them yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just feel like that. It was probably made a bigger deal. But we live in a time where everyone is looking to to call out everyone else or anything they yes. do wrong, even if their intentions weren't wrong. I don't feel like the Monterey Bay Aquarium was out to try to demean African-American women in any way. Um, I feel like they were just trying to make a joke about a chubby otter that they got, yes. you know, and that's cool, you know, to me, but I'm not a black person. So I don't know, you know, that how that would make me feel if I was. Um, but I also would it, would it, would it have been better if the aquarium would have tweeted out the photo with a caption that said, this girl is fat, P-H-A-T. I don't know. (laughs) Would that be better or worse? Also, what? Let's just just go down the (laughs) rabbit hole here. 
let's say there was a, a, the otter and her brother otter were like hugged up in the water, you know, mm-hmm. and then they like, oh, look at Libby the otter or whatever the name of the otter. Let me find this name here. I already forgot. Abby. Abby. (laughs) Here's Abby the otter and her brother Alan the otter enjoying some time together in the water, and they hashtag it like Alabama life or something. You know? (laughs) Like, I don't feel like I would be outraged by that. Right. Because I know, like, hey, that's a joke. Because we know how how Alabama otters are. Right. Yes. Well, it's a pretty, you know, it, it's pretty common online joke to make incestual references to Alabama. You yeah. Know? Now, I personally have lived in Alabama all my whole life, and I don't know anyone who has ever slept with their sister or brother mm-hmm. or married them or anything like that. But it still yeah. gets thrown around a lot, and that's fine. They're pretty good at keeping it on the down. Close, that's right. Yeah. If it's right. going on, yeah. you don't let anybody know about that. <laughs> but people will, you know, like if they did that, it wouldn't offend me because I would understand the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. But and I've got, you know, I've only got so much life to live, and I don't want to live a lot of it. Upset. Being mad about something. About right. Yeah. yeah. But maybe that's because we're white guys. Maybe. You know, heterosexual, cis, white, you know, Christian guys. And we just don't understand the plight of everyone. And I full, I'm not saying that in a like facetious way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that fully, you know, laying it out there. Like, I don't understand everybody else's life and experiences. But I also know that I would never intentionally say or do anything to hurt anyone you Mm -hmm. know and so if you get mad at me when i do something on accident like this aquarium did you know i mean like i don't know that being outraged is the way to educate everybody you just be like hey you know hey guys there's a little this is kind of problematic so maybe you should rethink your tweet and Mm -hmm. It seems that the aquarium handled it a lot better. Because if you'd have came at me real hard, I'd have been like, well, y'all just suck it. I'm going to leave it up there because that's this type of guy. Yeah. But, Delete your account. Yeah, right. I would, <laughs> all of that. you know. So I would have not handled it as well. But uh, anyways, just it, just it you can't call otter stick now. Apparently all right? not. Yeah. Right. But and the jury is still out on if you can call them fat or not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't is know that body shame. F-A-T or P-H-A-T. Yeah, don't I don't know. know. Because you can't really call people fat anymore either, you know, online, because mm-hmm. there's like a whole like body positivity, uh, you know, movement and, you know, everyone should be comfortable in who they are and all that, which is totally cool with me <laughs> as a dude that's got a little weight on him as well. <laughs> but also if some random person online calls me fat, I'm just like, okay, all right. Yeah, you're right. I own a mirror. I know what I look like. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for pointing out the obvious. So I don't know. Well, anyways. Anyway, did you know that uh, in Missouri there are poachers? Oh, yeah? Yeah, sometimes. I would imagine there's poachers in Missouri. And one Missouri judge has just recently ordered a poacher that he has to repeatedly watch Bambi in jail. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Is it what Eddie Adams was? It he used to go to our church and it was there? David Berry Jr. Oh. was sentenced for illegally killing hundreds of deer hundreds. for their heads. And leaving the bodies to rot. So oh, he's just shooting yeah. hundreds of yeah. deer and he's taking their head and he's not even using oh, the meat. Oh, man, that's not cool. No, it's not. Missouri Poacher has been ordered to repeatedly watch the movie Bambi as part of his sentence for illegally killing hundreds of deer. The Springfield News Leader reports that David Berry Jr. was ordered to watch the Walt Disney movie at least once each month during his year-long jail sentence Wow! in what conservation agents are calling one of the largest deer poaching cases in state history. Yeah. Uh, prosecutors say the deer were killed for their heads with their bodies left to rot. 
Barry was conv- Barry was convicted in southwest Missouri's Lawrence County for illegally taking wildlife. Three relatives and another man were also caught in connection to the poaching case. They've paid $51,000 in fines and court costs. Goodness. Uh, Barry was sentenced to 120 days in jail in the nearby Barton County for a firearms probation violation. So, Oh, so he already had some pr- trouble. Yeah, he already has. And it's got his mugshot here, and yeah, that's about what you'd expect. Yeah, from I, I saw. I didn't picture. read the article, but I saw his picture. He looks. He looks like a good one. Yeah, you know. And you know what? I gotta say, uh, man, I kind of feel bad for him having to watch Bambi. I don't feel bad for him going to yeah, prison, right? But I feel like the whole watching Bambi thing—that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I like. Uh, like, what are you doing with all their heads? You know, like... Uh, putting them on a wall, I, I guess. say, like, how many deer head do you need on your wall? That's what I'm saying. Do you, is there, like, a market to sell them to people or I something? I think it depends on how large your hat collection is. Like, if you've got a huge collection of trucker hats, then maybe you need that many deer heads. That's a solid point. Yeah, I just don't know how many, like... like you know, I know people... I have no animal heads on my wall, by the way. Just yeah. full disclosure. And I know people who do, though. I don't have a problem with people. You go kill a deer and you're proud of it. Yeah. Then that's fine, you know. But I don't know anybody who would, like, buy one just to have it on their wall. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's usually like, hey, this is an accomplishment. I I conquered the beast. You know, me along with my high-powered firearm conquered (laughs) this animal. Yes. Okay. Uh, Which is cool. I don't have any problem with that. So I just don't know. Like, what do you do? Like, you're killing hundreds of them. You know, like how many, how much wall space do you have in your trailer or whatever to put these <laughs> things up? I don't, I don't know. They've got to be doing something with them, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Oh, maybe he's got like a taxidermist buddy who's like, you know, he's like not very good, so he'll like mess <laughs> up somebody's, yeah, or he's like practicing. Because I thought that too. I mean, you know, I, I, like you said, I have no problem with having deer, a deer head on my wall, but yeah. I've never shot. A buck that yeah. you know was worth putting up on the wall, right. so I don't have one. I think, and I don't think my wife would let me put nah, one up I anyway. Either. I really want to put a fish on my wall. I've caught a couple of like mm-hmm. fish that are big enough to mount before, but it's pretty expensive, so we just ate them. But, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I like fish. You know, I uh-huh. think that's cool to me, but. uh because yeah. fish don't have feelings the way yeah, deer well, do. Yeah, well, I mean, Peter will tell you they do, <laughs> but yeah, I just think fish are cool. You know, I like them. That's like original, you know, like uh, people were catching fish, I think, before they were chasing down animals, probably. I don't know. I don't know, though. I really have no idea. I just pulled that out of my butt. <laughs> but fishing, to me, is uh, is more sporting, you know. Well, what's easier for the <laughs> the Cro-Magnon or whatever? Yeah. Is it easier for them to invent a club and go club a deer to death or invent string and tie a net to or, throw in the river? Yeah, you know? say, or a net. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Very good question. Somebody let us know. Well, if I ever bump into Kane Bigfoot, <laughs> yes. I'll ask him how all that worked out. Did you eat deer yeah. or fish yeah, first? Right. <laughs> Was your you like fish guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I got uh, some deer tenderloin here and some fish sticks. Which yeah, one are you going to choose? That's another thing. All those deer being left to rot. Yeah, that's a lot of deer jerky. Yeah, true. Why? Yeah, why would you? Not? Why would you do that? The know. waste, you know. I don't know. And it feels like probably like a public health, you know, yeah. nuisance too, just to leave a bunch of dead carcasses mm-hmm. laying around, you know. Uh, Maybe his true sport was coyotes. <laughs> All those deer carcasses were bringing in the coyotes. <laughs> you know, uh, Deidre's dad. 
um, farms, you know, and they got all that land there across from Walmart and deer have became a nuisance because he's not really a hunter. Right. And so he has permission to hunt them year round if he wants to from the game warden and can also use a crossbow too. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how all that works, but, uh, but there are so many deer around there, which Man. I just told everyone in like Fett County, listen to this <laughs> where they are. So now he's going to be like overran with people out there spotlighting in the middle of the night. But uh, there's some really, you know, like a, you know, a lot of a lot of deer, but mm-hmm. they will tear up your crops. Yeah, they will. You know, if you got like soybeans planted, they or whatever. will. Yeah, they're a nuisance. And if you're a farmer, then you don't feel for the deer. No, the way. not at all. Right. People who have no idea what that life right. is like. Yes. Yeah, you know. Let's say you took your financial fortune, put it all in the ground, <laughs> yes. and you're dependent upon like nature to help you make money. And then part of nature is helping you not make money. And it's not like the sun or the rain. Mm-hmm. It's like something you could control. Any, and you will control that problem. Anybody out there who that may upset, I'm not telling you to change your mind. I'm just asking you to consider. Yeah. Think just for a minute how you would feel about the deer if it kept walking up to you when you weren't looking and eating cash right out of your wallet. <laughs> exactly. How yes. would you feel about the deer then? Right. That's kind of how these yeah. farmers right. feel about the deer. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know that I don't know that he's even really killed one more than now he has permission to mm-hmm. if it arose. You know, I mean, he's working all the time and when he's not farming, he's probably driving a truck or mm-hmm. something. So it's not like he's at home and he's just like staked out over a soybean field. <laughs> You know, in the middle, you can't of, get him like a like a lever action thirty thirty, and just you know, know keep it in the truck, take it with him wherever he goes. Maybe so if he sees so. one, he can maybe so shoot one on the run. But maybe I should be like, I should just offer that, and then I could have a deer head on my wall, you know? <laughs> and like you could, I killed it in the middle of May. You know, <laughs> and you could put all your trucker hats. That's on right, it. exactly. <laughs> I don't think Dater would let me put up a deer head either. Get him mounted with like some buck teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so let's move on to uh, my last story, which yes. comes from AL.com. And it is, Alabama Police Department blames Satan for spike in homicides. <laughs> yes, so a rural Alabama Police Department that used social media to stol- scold community members for rejecting God is coming under fire from a group that opposes mixing government and religious faith. No surprise there. They're right. I mean, those people are like the most vigilant people in the world who are looking to get a claim up for separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. Um, a statement posted on Facebook by the Op Police Department. That's OPP. You down with OPP? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you know, know me. me. <laughs> Not if you're atheist, by the way. Um, on Tuesday, blames a spike in area homicides on the idea that young people have turned away from God and embraced Satan. Um, which i mean it makes sense ops down kind of near the florida georgia line and we all know that the devil went down to georgia and he got beat in a fiddle competition so maybe where would you go if you got beat in a fiddle competition head on to the the beach you know on to the floor of bama that's right exactly (laughs) this is the post followed two gunshot killings in as many days in covington county um, but the Wisconsin-based Freedom From Religion Foundation says police in the town of 65,000 people, I'm sorry, 6,500 people, okay. um, are wrongly like promoting religion with a social media message. The group says it's illegal for government for a government entity to endorse or criticize religious belief. Um, op police didn't 
immediately return a phone call Thursday seeking comment. Um, the Facebook, this is the Facebook message, mm-hmm. and I'll read it verbatim. It's all caps, by the way, so you know it's like someone <laughs> who's a little older writing it. Yes. Um, this past Sunday, a young man was shot and killed in Kinston. Monday night, a mother was shot and killed in northern Covington County. There have been five murders in Covington County in 2018, which, just let me editorialize, if you live in Birmingham, that's like amazing, <laughs> you know, because there's like five in a week in Birmingham. Right. Uh, these murders have been done by our young people. This is happening because we have turned away from God and embraced Satan. We may <laughs> have not meant to do so, but we have. It is time to ask for God's help to stop this. It is time to be parents and raise our children not have them raise us. It is time to fully support law enforcement and stand by the officers and deputies that are far too often having to walk into these dangerous situations and clean up the mess. Friends, it is time to stand up and be responsible grown-up leaders in our community. Bottom line, they are sheep, there are wolves, and there are sheep dogs. Which group do you belong to? Uh-oh. Mm, that's tough. I would consider myself a porcupine. <laughs> I'm not necessarily going to go after the wolf, yeah. but I don't I'm, want you to mess with me. That's right. Me. I've been protecting myself. <laughs> I got you. Uh, <laughs> I, I would just say, like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know that as the police department you need to put this message out. I also don't know that in off Alabama that there are too many people that are opposed to this message right. as well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because op is super small, super mm-hmm. southern, and probably most of the people there are Baptist or Methodist or Church of Christ, mm-hmm. just like the rest of our state. And if they're not Christian, they still go. Oh yeah, to keep their grandma happy. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> you know? exactly. Because you got to keep me mom right. you know, happy, not yes. fussing at me. Yeah, but a uh, little bit of trivia. A lot of people don't or may not know, especially who listen to this podcast that are outside of the state of Alabama. Former Alabama football coach Mike DuBose is from off Alabama. Huh. So, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike DuBose also slept with his secretary. You know, <laughs> yeah. so he might need well, to you go. Well, you know why he slept with his secretary, don't you? Because he turned away because from God. Because he turned away from God and embraced Satan. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> All right. So... Not to get too far down this path, so we uh, we uh, won the, st- the SEC championship, and it came out that he had an affair after that. And of course, he was like, "I've turned away from the Lord, and I didn't do right, and temptation got the best of me." Yes, and uh, but I got it all worked out now. I love Jesus, you know, and <laughs> and so uh, every the the board and president of Alabama were like, "Well, great, we're glad you got that worked out. Here's a contract extension." <laughs> now, not because he got his personal life worked out, but because he won the SEC championship yes. on a team with Sean Alexander and Chris Samuels on the offensive line. It was a really great team. And then the next year we went 3-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, We were ranked number three to begin the season. First game was away at UCLA at the Rose Bowl. All the articles said Bama's back. Oh, Bama's back. We're, <laughs> we are, we're national title contenders. Um, UCLA gets the ball. Goes three and out, punts it to us. Freddie Millens returns it for a touchdown. I'm in apartment number six at Princeton <laughs> Avenue Apartments in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Shout out to my buddy Randy Johnson. 
jumping up and down, so excited. I'm shouting Bama's back. I'm like, this is the year. <laughs> We're going to win the national championship, and life is great. And then UCLA proceeded to beat the crap out of us for the rest of the game. It was like we had forgotten about football. And by the end of that season, we only won three games, uh-huh. and they fired Mike DuBose. And, and all of that happened because, because he's turned away Bama from God. turned away from That's God right. exactly. and embraced Satan. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then we followed up that by hiring Mike Price, who never coached a game at Alabama. but uh, He was all about Satan. <laughs> yeah, he was big into <laughs> Satan. <laughs> went to the SC coaches uh, golf tournament down in Pensacola, not far from Op, by the way, <laughs> and uh, brought a stripper back to his hotel room, let her charge a bunch of stuff on his card the next morning. And, and then uh, she went and told a ESPN sports writer all that, about all what about happened. It. Oh, yeah. And the lady maybe made some stuff up, too. Who knows? I don't know if you remember her name. What was her name? I can't remember her name, but she looked like the lead singer of Twisted Sister. No joke. I mean, no joke. It was not what you – like, if you picture a stripper in your mind, which you shouldn't because we're both married men. Right. But for any of you single men out there, this was like the as far away from that as possible as you could get. But uh, – and then we hired Mike Shula, who was a good man. Very yeah, yeah, not yeah. good Christian, Catholic man. No controversy at all. Just not a good football coach. He did have a good season. One good season. One good season. Yeah, Yeah. he had one good season. That's right. Yeah, we were on Florida when they were ranked what six. Yeah, and we weren't even. We were not even ranked. Now he did leave Tyrone Pro Throw in a little too long, and he broke his leg and snapped it slap in two. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when we were up like forty-one to seven or something, (laughs) Uh, but other than that, (laughs) really good game. Best game of his career. Yeah. And. uh and then we hired uh, someone you may have heard of out there in the world. His name's Nick Saban. <laughs> so really, if Mike DeBose who not, has never embraced Satan, no, no, <laughs> uh, if Mike DeBose had not have turned away from God and turned to Satan, we would not have Nick Saban. <laughs> so yeah, just to bring it all full circle. Here. <laughs> you know, we have. Yeah, it's been really good. <laughs> and then he's going to leave us, and we're going to be idiots and hire a bunch of bad coaches again for the next decade. Nobody can stay on top forever. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're an Alabama fan and you don't realize that's going to happen, then you don't know anything about Alabama. So. Nick Saban is an excellent football coach. Yeah. Arguably the best ever. Yeah. But he is not immortal. No. One day he will retire. And if he doesn't do that, one day he will pass home. Yeah, right. And – we will not be yeah. as awesome. And then we'll hire somebody that we think is going to be good, and they're not. And or you know what? They may be good. They but they may not be Nick Saban good, good right, because yeah. nobody is yeah. except Nick Saban. Just like to remind everybody, we ran off Gene Stallings, who averaged ten wins every year he coached uh, and won a national championship, and we ran him off for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was because he like there were some rules that were broken, but he wasn't really responsible for that. He can't help but Antonio Langham signed a napkin that, with an agent, you know, <laughs> when he was in New Orleans. Antonio Langham, best cornerback in the history of the SEC, by the way. Everybody forgets about him. A lot of Alabama fans don't like him because we did get on probation because of him. Yeah. But the dude was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I, I, my, one of my favorite players off of that team. 
Anyways, I've like, this has been Alabama football yeah, talk. This is football <laughs> with talk, John and Tiny. Well, this is really a preview for our sports <laughs> podcast. We're gonna be, yeah. we're gonna be releasing. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. We're gonna show Feinbaum how to do it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. But no. Yeah. Anyways, if you're down in op, just be careful. Satan, he's there. <laughs> he is yeah. on the prowl. He is definitely on the prowl, and he'll get you. <laughs> Okay, so let's get here to our sponsored segment from our friends over at Cajun Curl who want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year um, along with us at EOP. Uh, We want to thank them for all they do to help us. They have their world-famous spice, uh, the Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, and it's available at CajunCurl.com. You can also get their chip cutter there as well. And... uh, it will make your homemade potato chips that will turn your holiday season into um, a Cajun festival, basically. Yes. Yeah, right, which is what everyone wants. If you've never partied with Cajuns and you just haven't lived yet. That's true. Um, created on the jolly old Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, fruitcake, reindeer, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. Like I said, if you want to turn your holiday season up a notch, uh, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Um, your Aunt Martha, your next door neighbor, uh, the uh, you know ladies in your Sunday school class are always bragging about how good they cook. <laughs> yep, they're not going to be having homemade potato chips. So no, they're not. Uh, you might want to check that out at CajunCurl.com, and where you can order their spice and the chip cutter, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind blowing. Uh, you can also locate your nearest retailer or order your own right off the website. Uh, you can use the code EOP10 and, uh, and get a 10% discount. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Here locally in Tuscaloosa County, it is available at Bowles on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. So they're on this side of the river too. So it's on yon side and this side <laughs> of the river. So um, all their products are made in the USA. So not only do you enjoy the ca- taste of Cajun Curl, but you feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural. It's low salt. It has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Um, check them out on CajunCurl.com. And once again, use the promo code EOP10, the number 10, to get a 10% discount because we ask you to eat the spice. But <laughs> we don't ask you to, to pay, pay full, full price. price. That's right. Uh, but really, we want to thank uh, everybody over at Cajun Curl. They send along their regards um, for you to have a wonderful new year this coming year. And no better way to ring it in than with some nice Cajun Curl products uh, that are available at CajunCurl.com. All right. For community news this week, we are just going to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas because yeah, we, we don't have any news. Yes. Nobody, uh, nobody sent in their Christmas wishes. So whatever your private Christmas wishes are, whether they be, uh, 
I don't know, an engagement ring or right. A yeah, robot. we can't make it. <laughs> we can't make it happen. We hadn't got a thousand reviews yet, right? We didn't get one. Oh, so <laughs> man, I was going to give away a sex robot to somebody. <laughs> yeah, oh, but well. honestly, like I said earlier, you know, um, we appreciate everyone who downloads and listens to this show. Um, and if you would just find one person and tell them about it, who's not currently listening for us, that would be the biggest gift you could ever give yes, to us. Absolutely. And, uh, and then you'd have somebody to talk about the show with yeah, the, the stories you hear, the crazy stuff that I say, tiny doesn't really say that much crazy <laughs> stuff. And, and you could just make fun of how we talk, uh, how we mispronounce words, towns, cities, and everything else, uh, which is totally fine. And y'all could get together and email us all of your insults and everything. And that mm-hmm. would be cool too. Um, and just, just let somebody else know about it. We're looking 2019. We're going to, we're going to get this thing exploding and you're in on the ground floor with us right now. If you're listening. So yes, because, and we're going to have a show next week, Yeah, but we're probably going to take a break from the news. We're going to do a 2018 year in review. So if you have any earth oddity stories that touched your heart, yeah, for real, (laughs) especially made you laugh. Be sure to hit us up on Facebook. You can tweet at us. You can send us an old-fashioned snail mail. You can call us and leave yeah. us a voicemail. Any of those are fine. All of that's cool. And we're also going to go ahead and open up and just share uh, some about the show, like what we've accomplished this year. Because I will say that while we are still a very small show, we have come way further than I thought we would when we I first agree. started this. Yeah, yeah. And um, honestly... When we started it, I was thinking uh, this is probably two, three months. We'd both mm-hmm. get tired of it, and we're still here. You know, yeah, so yeah. either we're dumb or it's growing, <laughs> and it's really the latter. But it's probably a combination of combination. Of the t- it's probably yeah. growing because we're dumb. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, like yeah. I say, no one listens to this show because we're smart. No. They listen to the show because hopefully they find us entertaining. Yeah, or they're just patronizing us. But either way, I'll take yeah. either one. You know, and I will say that I have stuck with this. Uh, podcasting has probably been the hobby I have stuck with the longest. Yeah. Any kick that I've ever got on, you yeah. know, I don't think I've ever stuck with anything like podcasting. You so. know, you're, that's probably <laughs> right for me too. Although you're well, I mean, you're invested in this thing and you do all the work, but <laughs> I would, I would normally have flaked out on something like this a long time ago. And yeah. So far I haven't, I still enjoy it. I enjoy your company. Um, I enjoy, you know, trying to make people laugh. That's really my only skill in life. I was about to say, been. if nobody listened to this, I would still want to come in and just you yeah, know, hang out and right. talk to you. I'll say we probably talked for about an hour <laughs> if, before we even did this. If nobody, else, if you make nobody else laugh, you make me laugh. Good. So <laughs> that's the only thing, like I say, you know, a lot of people have skills. Like a lot of guys are like, oh, I can rebuild a carburetor or I can sheetrock a wall. My only God-given skill that he gave me is the ability to make people chuckle, you know, a few times during the day. Yeah. And I try to do it. It makes me happy to make other people laugh. Absolutely. I, I enjoy that. And so I enjoy everybody who listens and gives me an opportunity to at least think I'm doing that. You know, mm-hmm. since I can't see their reaction when they listen, I assume they're doing it. And I assume probably some of it is they're laughing at me, not necessarily with me. <laughs> but I'm totally okay with that, too. So Because either way, they're laughing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We just so, want to bring a little joy into the world. Everybody send in your favorite stories from 2018 because we are going to be wrapping up 2018 yeah. with a nice red bow and yeah. sticking it back in the file cabinet. I and, predict that we will get no one sending in any 
story. So we can might as well just go ahead and pick out the ones we want to do. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just based on <laughs> yeah, how yeah. it goes every week. So we hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. That's right. Uh, if you're more of a Hanukkah person, we hope yeah. you have a happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Is that over with already? Um, I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa's last week rolling. of December. Yeah. So happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa to all our Kwanzaa. Uh, nights out there. Happy Festivus. Festivus is today. <laughs> into actually as we record, right? Yes. Yes. So I got a lot of a lot of problems with you people, as Frank Costanza would say. <laughs> and if you're one of those people who celebrates solstice, then yeah. uh enjoy the longest night of the year. Yeah. I guess. That was a I don't know. What, two days ago, maybe? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not I, in you know what? Solstice. Honestly, I don't get the solstice thing. I don't know. I mean, think y'all should just be honest with everybody and say that you want to celebrate Christmas, but you don't want to say Christmas, so yeah. you say solstice. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. We'll do whatever you want to do. <laughs> you do whatever you want to We've do. We've already dominated this pagan <laughs> holiday once. We will dominate it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Don't make us do it again, all right? You don't want the Inquisition to get started up. That was really bad. I feel like everyone complaining or everyone out there celebrating solstice you're just like all the Auburn fans still whining because you didn't go to the national championship in 2004. <laughs> yeah. Well, the people that are complaining, I would say this, all right, and this might get me in some trouble. I feel like the people who are like really into solstice and complain about, you know, how Christmas or whatever are equally as annoying as the people who complain about the war on Christmas all the time. <laughs> You know, yeah. they're like, they are the same people, really, <laughs> just true. on opposite sides. They're just opposite sides of the exactly. coin. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. <laughs> like Snoke said, as the darkness rises, the light will rise to meet it. So, okay, all right. <laughs> there you go. That's Star Wars, right? Yeah, the okay. more annoying the solstice people are, the more annoying yeah, the, war the on Christmas war on people. Christmas people will be, right. and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So... But you know, I mean, here at my house, it's not Christmas until we're arguing about the color of Star Crook's cups. So. <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, I'm a born-again believer of the, our risen Savior, Jesus Christ, who was born on Christmas Day. Not technically Christmas Day, but <laughs> as the carols say. Yeah. Um, but I have found it more fun to say happy holidays to people now because <laughs> it makes them mad. You know? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, and I, that's just me and that may be wrong. But I will say happy holidays now in a heartbeat to people because I can just like to see their reaction. Like, oh, my goodness, how dare you? How dare you, know? you wish me happy holidays? Right. No, like, no, I love Jesus, too. I just think it's funny because you're mad about something so <laughs> insignificant. You know, you probably had not shared the gospel with anybody in 20 years, but you'll be mad because somebody says happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. And so. because start, your coffee cup's not red anymore, yeah, right. even though it yes. never said anything about Christmas. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's so bizarre. These <laughs> These are the people that we live with, and uh, and they get so offended about that. But they won't, you know, walk across the street and help their neighbor who's hurt, or mm-hmm. you know, feed a widow or uh, help a poor person. Well, that poor person's probably celebrating. Uh, that's right, they solstice. Uh, yeah. So they that's right. what they get. That's exactly what they get. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Republic, iTunes, Podcast, Spotify. Podcasts. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just say podcasts. <laughs> We're on them all. Pod, 
pot them up. Thank you so much. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, it's underscore earthoddity. Right. <laughs> We're on like a two-week, three-week picture <laughs> little streak, but I'm feeling a Christmas post coming along. <laughs> yeah. We have a Twitter handle. We That's are right. at underscore earthoddity. Do a lot of tweeting from there. And we also have a phone number. What's that phone number, John? It is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has a very Merry Christmas. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Happy holidays, (laughs) y'all. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Festivus. Catch them all. (laughs) Gotta catch them all. That's right. All right. Love you guys. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.